It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. .com slash the horn. Spectrum Business is made to work the way small business works. Made to rise and grind. Made to start small, but think big. Made to do this and that all at once. And made to do it all with fast, easy-to-use, ultra-reliable internet, phone, and mobile services. Working together to connect every aspect of your business. Because when you're made to work this hard, you need a seamless network made to work even harder. Spectrum Business. Made to work. Learn more at spectrum.com slash work. The Chris Waters Full Market Guaranteed Offer means you get a cash offer on your home for full market value guaranteed. That means no long-term contracts, no costly repairs required. You're in complete control. You can even pick your own move date. It's absolutely amazing what Chris Waters does. You don't have to put up with multiple showings, back-and-forth negotiations, low-ball offers, especially during the holidays. Who can get you what your home's worth and get it done quickly? (laughs) That's Chris Waters. It's Bob Cole, and the only person I would recommend or have used myself in the last 30-something years to sell a home is Christopher Waters. But there are thousands of testimonials. Take Rob and Lisa, for instance, right here in Austin. They needed to move to a newer home, but it was quite expensive, so they had to get top dollar for their home. That's why they hired Chris Waters. And guess what? They got multiple offers and 10000 over asking price in one day. Call the agent that guarantees a full market cash value on your home. The team I recommend, Chris Waters, 829-8000. Or go to ChristopherWaters.com. That's ChristopherWaters with two T's.com. Texas Spirit started with Tito's Handmade Vodka. Back in the 90s, we had a dream as big as our home state. With grit, determination, and heart, we broke ground on the first legal distillery in Texas. Today, at the center of the craft spirits movement, we're still Texas-made and Texan-owned. Our copper caps line shelves, and we fill glasses with the smoothest juice around. Remember, just because it looks like vodka doesn't mean it tastes like Tito's. 40% alcohol by volume, mainly 80 proof, crafted to be savored responsibly. Guests on the horn appear courtesy of the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. Vaqueros now delivers and offers curbside pickup. For info on placing your lunch or dinner order, visit VaqueroscaFe.com. Real Texans are genius. Bud Light salutes you, overly dedicated Texas Longhorn fan. How come? You show up to every UT football, basketball, baseball, volleyball, and ball-related sport there is. Ping pong. Each game, you slather your entire body in burnt orange. Every nook and cranny. Yes, you're brewed in Texas, and so is your Bud Light. Enjoy responsibly. Texas edition Bud Light beer cans. Anheuser-Busch, Houston, Texas. You're listening to KTAE AM Elgin, K270CO Round Rock, Texas Sports, The Horn, The Horn. Hook them up with he and Rod P. Brought to you by Bud Light on The Horn. And all over it today, it's a Tuesday, talking Texas football, recapping Steve Sarkeesian's media availability, where they are and where they are going. And Sark a little testy, a little testy at 9-1, and one, knowing that uh, yeah. things are going well, but could uh, fall apart if yes, they don't uh, fix some of these issues they're dealing with. It's also uh, good Cowboys and Texans conversation, wrapped in up week 10 in the NFL. Yeah, the Buffalo Bills. I picked to win that division, not getting it done last night. I they mean, are a sloppy, undisciplined, not listening to our coach football team. They still got a chance to, you know, make the playoffs, but I just I thought their Super Bowl contending days were done. And it's the uh, the stat I always bring up, call it the five year rule. No team in NFL history has started the same quarterback under the same head coach for more than five seasons and seen that duo win his first championship. They're in year six yes. for Sean McDermott and jo- uh and Josh Allen. You got to change one of those things, and these days it's really tough to change quarterback. Matter of fact, it's just stupid well, <laughs> to change quarterback once you got a good one. And so you got to change the head coach. Even even Dak, hell, Dak's a quality quarterback. Cowboys aren't going to change Dak. It's too damn hard to, to find a quality quarterback. So 
Jason Garrett's got to go is bring in Mike McCarthy. Same thing with Shano. You know, Shano's, he's the golden goose there with the 49ers. It ain't the quarterback. So they're the opposite. They go, you know what? Let's change quarterbacks. I think we got these. They tried Trey Lance. That didn't work out. We had Jimmy. That didn't work out. All right, let's try Brock. Seems like he's good. So they keep changing quarterbacks. That extends their window a little bit um, and keeps it fresh. And you've seen that. You know, Andy Reid did it, right? Andy Reid was kind of knocking on that door with uh, Alex Smith and decided, all right, Patrick Mahomes is the way to go. They freshened up their window, won a Super Bowl. If you are past that five-year window with your head coach and your starting quarterback, you might as well break them up right now and start something new. Because if you don't, you just your inevitable regression <laughs> right, will, will happen. It's inevitable. It happens, like I said, NFL history, it don't lie. It don't lie. It don't lie. It don't lie. Uh, all right, so yeah, that's uh, and that's look, they, they can still regroup. And we talked about you know the Cowboys' tough schedule. Buffalo's got a tough schedule in December because they're playing the Cowboys and they're playing the Dolphins again in their own division, mm-hmm. and they've got to play the uh, the Eagles as we mentioned. So uh, it's going to be a fun fun run. But they just they just don't look. This is a Monday Night Football game, right? I mean, everybody knows everyone's watching Monday Night Football, and they just looked disorganized and kind of, I don't say disinterested, but it was the Denver Broncos who aren't playing for much who came in and really played with more intensity, more focus. They're not as good as Buffalo, but they, they really outplayed them. And that's why it was amazing if you're a Bills fan, you're like, oh, my gosh, we escaped with a win because Will Lutz missed a field goal from 40 yards. He pushed it. And we had 12 men on the field. We couldn't even take the charity. We couldn't even. Come on, guys. Because you walk off the field, 22-21 winners. We can't even get our blank aligned right and get enough the number of right men on the field and uh, give another chance five yards closer and he nails it and that's Mm. that's a killer loss it's one of those it just feels like it's a couple of losses because of the home game against a bad team that you should have beaten and I'll give I'll give Denver this credit they have righted the ship a little bit with Sean Payton because he's a good coach and he's in his first year and uh, he's still able to use the whip you know and uh, you know coming in and they use their bye week to come back and they beat the Chiefs they beat the uh, Bills now, yeah, so they're actually playing better football, and Russell Wilson isn't playing bad at all as a quarterback right now. So that wrapped up Week 10. Looking forward to Week 11, which kicks off on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good game Thursday, by the way. Be ready for Buffalo or Baltimore and Cincinnati. That should be an awesome game. Awesome game. It should be. Considered, I mean, the Ravens, Ravens have been playing so well. The Ravens should actually have one more, maybe even two more wins. They've been there. All, they should have won that game versus the Browns this past weekend. Well, no, all their three. Digits. I mean, they have played ten games, like everybody at this point, and if, if they should have, they should be ten and zero. It should, it could have, would have, and you know, if your aunt had balls, she'd be your uncle on these things. But they gave away the games against the Colts, against the Steelers, and then against the Browns. Yeah, like six drops versus the, the Steelers. Yes, and two they, of those were touchdowns they dropped. I mean, this game against the Browns was twenty-four to nine in the second half, late in the second half, and they got sloppy and coughed it up. And I give the Browns credit. Uh, but that's just the game you got to close out. So uh, Ravens are a team, you, you, they're really dominant. We've seen that. But you also don't trust them. I mean, they got to be able to close football games for John Harbaugh. Uh, so familiar. It uh, does. It does sound <laughs> familiar. <laughs> uh, but notice, how about this stat about the Ravens to show uh, how dominant they've been? I gave it in what the facts, but it's worth reviewing. Uh, the Ravens have spent the least time trailing of any team in the NFL. They've only spent – 28 minutes and 46 seconds of game time uh, from a deficit trailing in games this season. Uh, to put that into perspective, you can look at the last 40 years in the NFL and you look at teams through the first 10 games of the season, only two teams in the last 40 years through the first 10 games of the season have trailed in fewer uh, minutes through the first 10 games of the season. The 1984 Miami Dolphins only trailed 14 minutes and 46 seconds through the first 10 games. The 1998 Denver Broncos only trailed 27 minutes and 7 seconds through the first 10 games. They were both 10-0. and 0. To your point, the Ravens, 7-3. and 3. So they should be, by the way, the team behind them, the 1990 New York Giants, they spent 43 minutes and 42 seconds um, trailing through 10 games in 1990. They were 10-0. The 2007 New England Patriots, they spent 51 minutes trailing through the first 10 games. They were 10-0. So the five top teams in the last 40 years who have spent the fewest uh, minutes trailing, total combined minutes trailing through the first 10 games were all 10-0 except these Ravens, who are 7-3. So weird uh, because, the, the, again, <laughs> the three games they lost are the Colts who aren't a great team, and the Steelers, who aren't very good, and dropped all those passes. That was at Pittsburgh, by the way. And But the Colts game and this game with the Browns were both at home. 
which is it's such a weird thing for them. They do when they're clicking, they look like the best team. They look like the most complete team in the AFC. Uh, I thought Cincinnati was going to make that argument, and the Texans went in there and beat them. So maybe the Texans are coming in because you know, the thing you don't, if you didn't watch the Texans game, everybody's talking about C.J. Stroud and rightfully. But they rushed for 150 yards in that game, Rod. Devin Singletary finally got it going. That offensive yep. line finally looked like a strength. And then on the defensive side, they had Will Anderson back. And this defensive tackle, Sheldon Rankins, that's played himself good. a hell of a game yeah, in that game. Played a hell of a game. I um, mean, you know, they got this linebacker that's running all over the place making tackles. It's uh, playing at a high level. And, and you know, D'Amico Ryans has that defense when healthy, playing pretty good football. So coach of the year? Yeah. I, well, right now, the I leader for the coach of the year? Him and, it's probably him and Kevin O'Connell. Yeah, I think, the, the, I think those two are your, your, your early leaders. Ten games in, for sure. I mean, what D'Amico's done has been great. And, I, you know, I'm the Texas fan that goes, dang, how did we lose to Carolina? We'd be 6-3. and three, And we I would serve, need sure, they, for sure be the coach of the year. They're going to be upset with themselves when God. they look back at how they, they lost the game. Because you're right, their schedule lines up pretty, 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 nice. pretty good. Those are road games. Good. Cowboys have to go to Carolina this week. That's just, you know, Cowboys, of course, coughed up a game they shouldn't have lost. That was at Arizona. And, you know, Arizona finally won another game with Kyler Murray back this but week. Arizona's been playing hard, though, all season. Sure. They're not good, but well, they again, play Well, Carolina hard. plays hard. But yeah. I, the, the weird thing about the Carolina game was that since they came out of their break, uh, they had the off week, and you thought, well, they're going to run up a big number on Carolina. Carolina's not very good. Uh, they didn't. They scored 13 points. It's like, what? Yeah. It's the best the game Carolina's played, I think. Yeah. yeah. And it was Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, you know, middle school buddies, you That's know, true. whatever that whole subplot was. But in the end, they only scored 13 points, and they lost. Well, since then, they scored 40. <laughs> and then last week, they scored, uh, you know, 30. I mean, they, they can score. It's, it, and they have, they have dynamic playmakers and a great quarterback in C.J. Stroud. Just wonder how they only scored 13. That seemed like that was a team that it, didn't have their main focus. Upcoming schedule for the Texans. Cardinals at home. Uh, yeah, Kyler Murray. My son's yeah. going to that game. We were oh, is it really? Yeah, we were doing our podcast last night. Nice. And he showed me. He bought, he's bought a C.J. Stroud jersey now. Oh, he's in. He's in. Oh, man. He's, he's fully in. in. And then he tells me that he and about five of his buddies have gotten tickets and they're going to the Arizona game. Man, are they going to so. be face painting? Are they that in? <laughs> I, I, I've never known him to be a face painter. <laughs> I, I, I was, it was child abuse. Buy a jersey, though. You're close. Yeah, Buy well, a jersey, man. I gave him a jersey. Back in because I, I you know child abuse I raised him a Texans fan. Oh yeah, why would you do that? Well, because that's what I was watching on Sundays. You know what I mean? Ooh, yeah. And it was rough. And poor poor kid. <laughs> He's been through some crap already. You could have chose a really cool team for him that was winning games. You chose the Texans. Yeah. Oh, oh man. man. Well, there there was a great promo about that. The Detroit fans like that, that oh. someone made about. You know, literally, this is child abuse, you people. You're <laughs> raised. Why would you do this? You're well, of you, all the teams available that you root why for. Why would you want your child to be sad <laughs> right. every weekend? Why would you want that? Well, now, look, the Lions are damn good. You're damn right. And Houston might be getting good, which is fun. Uh, so, yeah, they're going to that game. So, that's pretty cool. Arizona with Kyler Murray. And yeah, and, and Kyler Murray's, I, I, I'll admit, I was wrong about that. I thought they would shut him down. I said, oh, they're going to shut him down and tank. I was wrong. They're not. Still might have been the best financial decision for them. But either way, he looked – not only did he play last week, he looked, looked dynamic. Yeah. He, was, well, he was running like his – We know he's got it in him. He's the number one overall pick. His issues are not necessarily physical. They're more about his mental focus, all right, and leadership skills. He's all about – really, his, his, his uh, limitations are about the intangibles and the immeasurables, even though he actually is limited because he's one of the shortest starting quarterbacks in the history of the NFL – his the complaints about him as a player have been about his immeasurables, the intangibles, his leadership qualities or lack thereof. Um, anyway, uh, going back to the Texans, Cardinals at home, they got Jags at home, and Broncos at home. That's, that's a nice little stretch run there. They should win two of those three, but the Broncos are playing much better. Uh, Sean Payton's got Russell Wilson playing like a, you know, a really good quarterback. He's actually top ten in passer rating, I think. Jags at home. Remember, the Texans beat the Jags on the road, which they always do, but I'm not sure how they perform at home with the Jags. That's different. The Cardinals at home, that should be a win. But then they got the Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. They got the Titans, Browns at home. That's not an easy win now because the Browns are damn good, especially their defense. Titans at home, and then you got the Colts. That's a good chance the Texans could win five of their last uh, eight games here. They went five of the eight. You're talking about a 10-win season. They're five and four now. Okay. Uh, very cool. Well, and that's kind of – that's why that Carolina game. Oh. Right? Drives you crazy. Uh, Cowboys are looking at that Arizona game the same way because at the end, that one may come get you because you're – you know, if you're contending for home playoff games versus road – uh, big picture NFC things. Those are, and I know it's a long season. Everybody's got a couple of those. I mean, the the Eagles would be looking at that Jets game. If the Eagles would be undefeated if they had beaten the Jets and 
Jalen Hurts hadn't turned the football J- over. J- Josh Allen and the Bills are probably thinking the same thing. That's I think a, about three of those. The division game, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Bills have about three of them. But the Jets, you've got to match up with the Jets because that's just, that's just ball control. That's just you controlling the game and not turning the football over. That's the only way the Jets can beat you if you beat yourself, and that's exactly what the Bills did. But you look, like you said, they've been doing that all year long, unfortunately. That's been a theme for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, but, get, yeah, but, but the uh, Texans, get back to the Texans, just real quick about that game. They were so explosive in that off in that game versus the Bengals. They had 17 explosive plays. That is the that's that's fourth most explosive plays in any game since 2000 in the NFL. So that offense, with by the way, they were missing their leading rusher, they were missing their leading receiver, they were missing a starting safety, and they were missing their kicker, and still found a way to win that game and be clutch on the road in Cincinnati and beat a playoff team. Uh, that's impressive. I don't know if they'll have a more impressive win this year. Yeah, that's what's I don't know if it's possible. Watching both games, that's what stood out to about for the Cowboys. It's just how good Dak is playing and how great CD, how confident they are in this offense right now. Yep. Even against a bad Giants team. And that game, it, I wasn't worried about the score. They were going to win that game. It was just how, how, how confident and sharp they look. And uh, I thought they looked pretty confident and sharp against the Eagles, though they lost that game. Yep. And, uh, the Texans, what really stood out to me is what you just said about the explosive plays and why did they create explosive plays? Their offensive line played great. Yep. Uh, they they were – I mean, Laramie Tunsil and Titus Howard on the left side were opening huge holes for, for uh, Devin Singletary. The pass protection was really good because if you're pushing the ball down the field the way C.J. Stroud is, you've got to have some time to throw, Rod. you got to. I mean, he's pushing the ball 20, 25 yards down the field and putting it on a dime. That's one thing. But if you've got guys in your lap and you've got pressure, you can't do that. Uh, and, you know, that's a pretty good pass rush that the Bengals bring. Oh, they, yeah. They stoned it. They did a great job. So that is why to the schedule you mentioned and where the Cowboys are over the next three, that the Cowboys have a chance to get themselves to you know, a pretty gaudy record here with, with, you know, the month of December. Texans can get themselves in playoff contention if that offensive line keeps playing like that because that's the, that's the scary Houston team because they have a quarterback and the running game comes with it. Uh, they're going to be pretty good. It doesn't even make sense, though, E as to what C.J. Stroud is doing because we've talked about how the offensive line has been a mass unit all season long. They haven't been healthy on the O-line, not one game. <laughs> they got started getting well, injured on the O-line. they're not going to be because the center's never coming back. Yeah, so. they, 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 they started getting in, injured on the O-line in like preseason. And not preseason, actually, I want to say it was offseason, and it hasn't stopped. So you've been a mass unit there. But think about this, E, to your point about you've got to have time to throw the football downfield. He's leading the NFL – in completion percentage, pass yards, pass touchdowns, and passer rating on deep passes. He's the, he's the best and most effective deep ball passer in the NFL right now. Let that soak in. And then think about this. He's second in the NFL in longest time to throw. Because like you said, you need time. You can get you throwing balls vertically downfield. You got to need something. He's hold, he, on average, how about, how about his time to throw? 3.04 seconds. Which time is, to throw. That's a lot. That's a long time in the NFL. So you would two and th- a half is a lot in the NFL. Exactly, his time to throw. Uh, I want to say Deshaun Watson is at three point oh six. Just to give you a little comparison, now he's holding on to the ball a long time too. But you know, most of the young quarterbacks they're getting rid of football quicker unless they're encouraged to do so. And usually, their stats increase or their stats uh, improve the quicker they get rid of football because that means they're on schedule. They're operating on schedule and they're operating on a, in a rhythm. He's actually not necessarily in a rhythm and on schedule in this offense. He's dropping back and getting to the point about Dan Olofsky, he's processing most everything post-snap. When you guys are getting ready to football really quickly in rhythm, that's, a, that's most of the pre-snap diagnosis. And my, my post-snap read matches up with my pre-snap diagnosis. Boom, I get rid of football. With him, like Dan Olofsky says, it's happening mostly post-snap. Yeah, the post-snap cognition. And, and he's holding on to the ball while he does it, and he's throwing the football vertically downfield and not turning it over because he leads the NFL in touchdown-interception ratio. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Uh, that's why he's in the MVP debate, and it's uh, rightful to be there because of all the numbers you just mentioned. And that's why I say if they get a run game going on top because the pass protection has been okay for him. Yes, man. Uh, if they can get the run game going, they're going to be a real handful in the AFC. Uh, and your point about the cognition – one of the reasons he's holding the ball is he's using his eyes to move safeties, Rod. That's how he's open. Yep. That's the really scary part for him because Agreed. there Agreed. are times – and I thought it was interesting that Dan Orlovsky in the sound we played said he's already compared him to a young Joe Burrow. And, that you know, seeing those two go head-to-head, it reminds you of that because that, that, Joe Burrow, you know, moves people with his eyes to get the, the throw he wants to Jamar Chase or to T. Higgins. And C.J. Stroud's already doing that, uh, moving safeties with his eyes and mm-hmm. uh, creating 
openings and zones, but and that takes a little bit of time, right? Because you, usually you're it going does. through progressions, <laughs> but you want to look here to come back over here. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty high-level stuff. I'm seeing Dak do it, too. Um, yep. it's, it's pretty good to watch right now for it's the Cowboys of Texas. Amazing, As for the Texas Longhorn quarterback, we will reset that top story, which is that uh, there's some reporting. Our friends at Inside Texas, uh, Bobby Burton, saying sources he's talked to, 90% sure, according to the Quinn Ewers camp, that Quinn Ewers will be coming back next year for Texas. There's also a Pete Thamel report that not so fast. We haven't made a decision. So that conversation is out there. We'll reset that and what it means for the Longhorns. Also, Rod will take us behind the burnt orange curtain on this National Pickle Day. You're a big fan of the pickles. Go get some pickles. You know, I do like the fried pickles, Rod. Oh, nothing wrong with the fried pickles. Hey, Ty, do you like them in the uh, pickle spear fried, or you like them in the sliced pickle fried thing? Deal? Ty what? had to run real quick, but it's it's big hole. But, oh, hey, Cole. Uh, hey, pickles Cole, are not my on, thing, guys. Ty, not okay, everything all right? Was he? What's what's going on with him? Is he good? Yeah, he had to uh, step away for a second, go to use the restroom. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> hey, nature, nature was calling. Nature was calling, but yeah, nature. no, not a pickle Cole, fan. good to hear you, brother. Nice to yes. see you. All right, buddy. Uh, Cole Dixon, our, our back guy, pinch hitting for today. He's awesome. We come back. Uh, we'll get into that Quinn Ewers debate. We'll go behind the burn orange garden. National Pickle Day. You, you like fried pickles, Ron? You just uh, I do. I like fried pickles, but I do. I like the pickles that come, like the, I guess, the little spear, like spears that come with the, the sandwiches. Whole sphere, right? Yeah, that come with the sandwiches. That I do like. That, those are nice. Yeah, but that's a special kind, I think. But then if you fry those up, you get the pickle spears. Ooh, but they also can do, like, the pickle chips where they cut oh. them up and then they Oh, I, th I prefer the spear. Actually, and I, now I just saying something. Now I like my my wife loves fried pickles. Oh yeah, she's a big fan with of some fried ranch. All the if, she go, if there's a place with fried pickles, she's probably gonna get that as an appetizer. Okay, well yeah. National Pickle Day. Let's know where your favorite fried pickles are. Be fried up. I will say that uh, the league, Rod, the League Kitchen and Tavern has some pretty damn good fried. I pickles. I gotta get out to the league. I've been hearing about the league forever. They got and a special I, weird flight because the batter. It's all the batter. It's a pickle. Yeah, but the batter. There's the fried pickles are good at the league. Well, because they got some good fried chicken around there on the they league. They do. They got uh, on certain days they serve that fried chicken up. You out gotta take uh, the take the what? Get, you know, mom and laws in house. It, it might be nice a nice little date night before. Mom, mom leaves. I'm about to so take the out one there. for the league. The one in uh, in Hill Country Gallery is nice on a nice day like today is. Sun's coming out. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, Dripping Springs, the one right there in Belterra, nice mm -hmm. spot too. I would recommend for sure. Oh, nice. All right, National Pickle Day. Let us know where the best fried pickles are. We'll get what's popping uh, before the end of the hour, including hopefully ties back from the restroom. We'll get a Sex <laughs> Panther pick of the night. We will also get. Um, a look and a preview of the college football playoff rankings that are coming out tonight. Uh, week number three. Will they change nice. at all? We'll predict. Coming back. Hook them up. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you could win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out. Watch your entry update in real time. And continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime. Prize picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. Dr. Greg Eckert, folks, he's my dentist. He's uh, Rod's dentist when he can get himself out there. Uh, Eric Raines from our staff over on Coke FM has had a restoration with Dr. Eckert, and that's what it's about. Brand new teeth in one day, though. That's the, that's the cool part. Obviously, Dr. Eckert and his team, 27 years here in Central Texas, uh, have been doing great you know, dental work, oral hygiene, everything you need. It's, it's great people, short treatment times. But listen, uh, the big deal is if you have a smile that you're not happy with, whether it's uh, you need, like I did with Dr. Eckert, a restoration, taking what's there and uh, kind of rebuilding around it uh, to give you the smile that uh, you can be confident in, or you need the permanently secured dental implants, which are a brand-new smile. Uh, either way, uh, it is such a, you know, the, the advances that they've made in this, you can do it with a short treatment time, no time spent without teeth, smiling with confidence again, whether you're on a Zoom meeting or at a, you know, speaking in public, uh, just in general conversation, there's so much confidence that comes with that new smile. 
Also, if you have teeth that where you have some infections going on in your gums, maybe you're not able to eat without pain or discomfort, that just becomes a, cause, a quality of life conversation. Uh, and these are permanent solutions that Dr. Eckert can provide. So if you've been told your teeth need to be replaced or you just like to have that new smile, a couple teeth or the full thing, call Dr. Eckert today and his team to learn about the revolutionary alternative to dentures. Uh, just a complimentary consultation. You'll find out how the procedure works. And a confident smile truly can save your life. And as I mentioned, uh, you're talking about 27 years uh, with Dr. Greg Eckert uh, and his team here in Austin, Texas. 345-3166. That's 512-345-3166. Dr. Greg Eckert, he's my dentist. Should be your dentist also. Call him. Get that appointment set up. New teeth in a day. 512-345-3166. Real Texans are genius. Bud Light salutes you, overly dedicated Texas Longhorn fan. You show up to every UT football, basketball, baseball, volleyball, and ball-related sport there is. Each game, you slather your entire body in burnt orange. Every nook and cranny. Yes, you're brewed in Texas, and so is your Bud Light. Enjoy responsibly. Texas edition Bud Light beer cans. Anheuser-Busch, Houston, Texas. Diamonds Direct's last and largest sale of the year is this weekend. Get an incredible 20% off virtually everything. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets. Save an extra 20% off Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable prices. This is the big one with an expanded selection and in-store designer appearances all weekend. Special financing, too. Lowest prices of the year starting Friday. Get details and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Open this Sunday for this extraordinary once-a-year store-wide event. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. When your money's on the line, put it on the line with MyBookie, a trusted sports book that gives you tools to win. At MyBookie, it doesn't matter if your team is up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use MyBookie for daily odds boosts, same game parlays, and take advantage of huge prize pool contests. Every single sack, fumble, and touchdown is another chance at a big payday. To get started, go to MyBookie.ag right now and register for an account absolutely free. When you're ready to make your first deposit, just use the promo code horn to grab a welcome bonus on the house that's the promo code horn to claim your deposit bonus and for a limited time a free chip to use in the my bookie casino try the my bookie money bag to grab a potential super bowl front runner at long shot odds have you ever heard of 38,000 plus odds on the 49ers and chiefs you won't find odds like that anywhere else like my bookie you can bet anything you can bet anytime and you can bet anywhere as long as you're betting with my friends at my bookie you're betting with the best Aaron Hogan, Rod Babers, Hook Em Up, 1019 AM 1260, The Horn. Hook Em Up it is, uh, all the way to the top of the hour, then we'll hand it off to the Jim Rome Show. Good stuff on Rome yesterday. Also, uh, Rich Eisen, Sports Complex this afternoon. Rod, uh, it appears that uh, folks really like the pickles at the Alamo Draft House, fried pickles. Fried okay. pickles. Yeah, I've had those. I've had I have those, two. Actually. Yeah. Hooters. 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 Hooters has nice the best time. fried pickles. They're uh, nice. Buffalo Ranch. Are they uh, are they pickle Ooh. chips or pickle spears? Chips. chips. I'm, chips. Not, I'm not okay. a big fan of the spears. Okay. I love, Ty, Rod I love Pluckers. Spears. But, uh. mm. Yeah, Pluckers is number two on my list here. I'm looking at them. Pluckers Wing Bar. Oh, yeah. Gus's World Famous Fried Chicken. Oh, got Gus's. Because, well, you know, if you can make Gus's. great fried chicken, you probably make some pretty good fried pickles. Yeah, I agree with that. I love me some Gus's. Yeah, it's man. Spot. Bl- uh, Bender Bar and Grill on Ben White. I've heard of the Bender Bar and Grill. It's by my old house. That place is good. Where is that? That's ben I White, where? See, I can see the it's sign. Like South First, South First, and Ben White. Yeah, I can see the sign. Actually, good spot. Not really a, a good location, but a good a to good to bar. Kind of it's like yeah, it's like in like a shopping center kind of deal. I don't know. There's like a jujitsu gym in there, and I, I don't know. It's not it's not the best location, but I I've, I walked in there one day and I had good food, good drinks, good hey, good vibes. Uh, Here's a good nice. one on my list of best fried pickles on National Pickle Day in our fabulous fifth hour. Uh, I'm assuming I'm going to say this, and you're going to say you like this place, Ty, and that you've had – there's probably a story. It always is. Ski Shores Waterfront Cafe. Yeah. I, I go there all the time when I'm on the boat. It was my dad's first job ever. What, doing what? He was a waiter there in high school. Oh, was, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Right on Lake Austin, I knew, I knew there would be a story. Did you, any, any craziness from that place uh, or what? Yeah. I mean, I've gotten – Pretty wasted there before. Nothing, nothing too crazy though. It's really expensive. Oh, is it? I'll tell you that oh. much. It's like twenty five dollars for some chicken tenders. But Damn. it's you know, but besides that, in Hula Hut, it's like the only two places to go to eat when you're on the boat. So mm, okay. 
Let's see what All we right, nice. There you go. Evangeline Cafe. The lead. Oh, Evangeline Cafe. I, I live by Evangeline Cafe. I like that place. Yeah, on, Lamar, on Congress. No, Brody. 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 No, Brody. Right there. Uh, mm-hmm. That's good. You the ever you like the uh, yeah. I know Cajun my, my man Curtis is the owner there. Good guy. Good guy. Yeah, Saints fan. Loves him from Saints. Oh, man. got to. Oh, he loves who that nation. Who that? <laughs> Lee Kitchen and Tavern is on here, of course, as we mentioned, and Fry Baby. So yeah, get yourself some fried pickles. Anything fried is pretty damn good, but yeah, you get the, the combination of pickles. Yeah, you know we love our fried food down south, baby. So good for you. <laughs> well, people do think that's not. That's not no Chick Fil A is brilliant. Chick Fil A has convinced America that their fried chicken is healthy. You know what I mean? That's how that's how good Chick Fil A is in terms of programming America. They've convinced Americans that Chick Fil A is a healthy version of fried chicken. Guys, there is no such thing. <laughs> All fried chicken is probably bad for you, but it's a healthier version, I guess. Long, I mean, Americans seem to think. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, I, I like fried pickles. I do. I might get some today. I don't know where I'm going to get them, but I might get some today, Tyre. Uh, Rod. Uh, Ski Shores, so good stuff right there. All right, so we're looking at uh, Texas football, obviously we mentioned, and tonight, remember, Rod and I, 7 o'clock, just after 7, we'll be part of the uh, Longhorn live stream on Inside Mm -hmm. Texas Football's YouTube channel on Texas Football. Uh, Easy to find, so if you're looking for something to watch or listen to, just fire it up. Rod and I will be there with Jerry Hamilton, which is always good. Jerry brings the recruiting intel, uh, the commitment of the kid Wardell Mack, and uh, what's to come. There's also some rumors out there on Longhorn Recruiting Land that another flip could be coming for Texas. Mm -hmm. We're trying to push this this recruiting class, which, of course, December the 20th is the early signing day, so we're getting there quicker and quicker now. Uh, Also, uh, Rod, the – the conversation about Quinn Ewers, I'm sure we'll have it because uh, it's Inside Texas that had the story uh, from Bobby Burton this morning that according to sources he talked to and checked in with, it's you know, the way he wrote it was 90% sure that uh, Quinn Ewers will be back playing football at Texas next year and not be in the NFL draft. Uh, Pete Thamel had a, had a story that's come out uh, from ESPN that's kind of countered that a little bit, that you know, still a long time in the process, no decision has been made. Uh, but either way, that will be an ongoing conversation at Texas. And as we said earlier, Look, if Quinn Ewers comes back, that'd be great for Texas. I mean, I know there are those that, uh, out there that are Texas fans that think, oh, no, uh, what's, Gar- what's Arch going to do? What's Malik going to do? Amen. These, are, these are good problems, guys. First world problems, people. When you're, whatever happens the rest of this year, if you're telling me that according – and if you read Bobby Burton's story, he says it's about to continue to work on his footwork and his body and just reps and playing quarterback at a high level in the SEC now – that he thinks that his family thinks there might be some a big advantage to that big picture, and the fact that in this draft class where there's so many quarterbacks, Rod, he can get caught up in a supply and demand problem and yep. end up in the second round, where just it's just not where he wants to be. I totally agree. Um, and now this injury kind of derails him a little bit. Uh, but either way, if you're a Texas fan, you should be rooting for this. This should be you know, like Quinn Ewers would maybe coming back as you move into the SEC, a oh, third-year starting quarterback. That'd be awesome. It really would be. Who started at that point, you know, 20, 25 games in his career, who would be going in with experience. As much as everybody's excited to see Arch Manning, I mean, the the idea of, like, if, if Quinn were to go to the draft and Malik were to transfer and now it's Arch Manning, well, you're going to the SEC with an oh. unproven first-year quarterback. Hmm. This would be a better scenario for the program to have a third-year starter with a backup. There's no doubt. There's no price you really can even put on how valuable a veteran quarterback is. Period. I mean, especially a high – now, veteran quarterback in itself is still a huge asset for you, but a veteran quarterback that can play at a high level that might be considered a first or a second-round pick <laughs> can totally transform the complexion of your team. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, if, if Quinn wants to come back, uh, it'll be you know a, a luxury for Texas to have Quinn back as an asset and then potentially Arch or Malik, and I imagine, you know, Malik might find himself the odd man out if it's Quinn coming back and then a young Arch waiting in the wings. He may decide that he has greener pastures elsewhere, and he might be right about that considering he's already put some stuff on film. And we know after the spring game there are plenty of Power 5 programs interested in making him, you know, a potential starter. Yeah, uh, and we'll see. I mean, uh, that those are decisions that will come, uh, but I, that's what's out there this yeah. morning. And I've, I've been on the camp that I thought he was bound for the NFL. I really think that's been the fast track for his family, that that's kind of his plan or their plan, to, to re- reclassify, skip his senior season, all those things that have led to where we are. Um, you know, it is, it is, you know, but again, these are good problems because they're, they're good quarterbacks problems. coming in, uh, you know, but, and, and, you know, circumstances are going to dictate. But I said this earlier, and I'll say it one more time. Uh, Arch Manning came here knowing Quinn Ewers was here mm-hmm. and Malik Murphy was here. Yep. 
uh, that, that has we that the family has talked about these things. Yep. It's not like, oh, wait a second, Quinn's, Quinn's still here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> these have been ha- these have been hashed out. These mm-hmm. have been talked about. He chose Texas for a reason. If he wanted to play immediately, which if that was his goal as a fa- for he and his family, he wouldn't have come here. It's a lot of schools he could have played r- right away at. Yeah. No doubt. That yep. were recruiting him heavily, Rod. Big, I'm talking about big time. Big time, big time programs, yes. Yeah, and so here, look at look how good Jalen Milrow's playing. But if he goes to Alabama, maybe he earns that job, as, as uncertain as that quarterback room was when this season began. Uh, he chose Texas for a reason or multiple reasons, and one of them was to get a degree at the Macomb School of Business, be in Austin, be in the locker room he liked, co- play for a coach he liked. And Apparently he loves Austin, too. Yes. Apparently him and the family, they just love the city. Who does? I mean, Austin's a great city, but apparently they are big on the city and just kind of his, uh, you know, his 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 life away from the field. They want to prioritize that education, like you said, his ex- college experience. That yeah. kind of stuff. They don't want him to grow up too quick because they know he's a Manning. It's gonna happen. Like as soon as he hits the spotlight, there'll be no turning back. <laughs> he's kind of the opposite of these uh, you know, parents and kids that want to get straight to the professionals. Yeah. It's almost like he's seen it. He's lived it. Yep. Uh, but he he kind of wants to be a kid a little bit and live the uh, the light. It's always going to be there. Yep, he's a Manning. It's, he's a Manning. The football is always going to be available to him. Yeah, this is like that. Now they want him to just enjoy being a student athlete and being a college you know athlete for a while before it becomes you know. Well, ridiculous, <laughs> and, and that may sound crazy to some, but that's he handled the recruiting process that way. Yeah, he did. He handled the recruiting process. Look at his social media. Oh, it's nothing on there. Nothing on. He, there. Only thing he puts on there is I think his NIL deal with that card company or whatever. That's There's it. virtually nothing on his social media at all. He doesn't operate that way. Uh, you know, he's getting, he's just low key. Probably the most low key Manning ever. Of all the man, kind of like Eli, you know, he's a little bit built like Eli, yeah. uh, but you know, he's not as, as as gregarious. It doesn't feel like as as Peyton, but that can change in time. And oh, certainly, yeah. there's no, we're no one's here guaranteeing that he won't leave or go somewhere else. Anytime he came here for a reason, and uh, the, the interview that Archie Manning grandfather did with uh, Sports Illustrated recently would indicate he's pretty happy here. And, uh, you know, it's exactly what he thought it was going to be so far. Uh, all right, Ron, let's go behind the burn orange curtain. Texas getting ready for Iowa State now, turning their attention to the Cyclones. Uh, let's go behind the BOC. And they were all asking themselves the same question. What is behind that curtain? All right, let's hear from Steve Sarkeesian talking about the Longhorns' upcoming opponent, the Iowa State Cyclones. Uh, it'd be a true road contest for them out of the state. First time they're going outside the state uh, to play a road game since that Alabama game where they were uh, played in Tuscaloosa and came out with the dub. They'll be trying to do the same thing on Saturday versus the Iowa State Cyclones. Here's Steve Sarkeesian talking about the Longhorns' next opponent. Uh, like we've been saying all along, as far as this week's ball game, this is another Big 12 championship game for us. Um, we've been, you know, we, we put ourselves in this position over a month ago, and we've we've uh, accepted the challenge, and I think our guys have responded to that. Um, we understand we're gonna we're gonna go into another hostile environment, you know, Saturday night, um, and it's gonna take it's gonna take all 70 players that we bring and coaches, you know, to play as one. Uh, and to uh, to go play a good football team who has gotten better as the year has gone on. Uh, obviously a very well-coached team. Um, you know, these guys do a great job of taking care of the ball on offense, creating turnovers on defense. I think they have 15 interceptions on the year, so the ball uh, is going to play a big factor in this game. We, we, it's gotta, we've got to find a way to get it off of them. We've got to take care of it on our end. Uh, and then we need to be efficient offensively um, with the number of possessions that could come out of this game. So uh, a lot of work to do. Uh, on a Monday, but uh, again, a lot of respect for Iowa State, and um, we know it's going to take uh, it's going to take a great effort from us to to try to come get a win. All right, let's start talking about the Iowa State Cyclones. He was also asked, and you can hear a little bit of frustration uh, in Sark's tone here in his response. He was asked about the lack of a c- complete game by this team uh, in the last few weeks. Have they played a complete game? What was the last time they played a complete game, a full four-quarter game? And Sark was asked to you know, try to recall. What was the last time they played a – he was satisfied with them playing a full four-quarter game um, and what it, may, it, what it will take for this team to get to that level where they can play a complete game. Here's Steve Sarkeesian. I don't know. Um, 
you know, I'm, I'm more focused on how we're going to improve. And I, I don't know if I'm ever satisfied. I mean, I don't know. I've never met a coach who was satisfied after a game. There's always room to improve. And so, you know, to, to think we're going to go play a perfect game Saturday night, probably not going to happen. But I'm going to keep pushing our guys and be demanding of them to, to, to improve. And I'm going to be demanding of our coaches to improve. Um, you know, there's no time for us to sit back and accept it, you know. And so I, I don't know um, when, the, when exactly that last time was. That there's never been a game where I've gone in on a Monday morning and didn't have corrections to make. And so um, that's the challenge. You know, every, every, every week there's, there's different things where areas for where we can improve as a team. And uh, that this week, that is of the utmost importance for us. That's Sark talking about uh, the team trying to develop that killer instinct to close out opponents. And you could hear it there, E. Um, I mean, Sark straight up said, I, I don't know. I don't know last time they played a complete game. And I don't know how to get them to the point where they can play a full four-quarter game. I think his frustration is that now we have two games left in the season. Early on, this was not a concern. I think the, the, the hope was early on, oh, we will fix it. We will remit it. We still are ascending, and our trajectory is to peak at the right time and play our best football. And I think he's now starting to realize something I realized like three or four weeks ago. This is who they are, and there is no peaking and evolving, really. Now, they could break out of their shell and have uh, an outlier of a performance, but if you're just looking at the, the sample size that we have, it shows you that this team has a spectacular stretch they play during a game, but they also have an underwhelming subpar stretch of football they play, and then they just have to try to survive and make critical uh, clutch plays in critical moments down the stretch to win the game. And they've been able to do that so far, yes. but at some point that doesn't. His, his, his answer reminds me of when my oldest, who's having a hard time getting his assignments turned in, Rod, in school. He's out of school now. But uh, we, you know, we sat. We got all the assignments done. All right, good. Teacher calls. He didn't turn them in. Like, <laughs> She like what she's like. What is it going to take to get him to turn in his assignments? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, we did. We we, we, no, we sat and did them all. I promise we, you. We got them all. Well, so why didn't he turn in? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's you throwing your hands up like I don't know. I don't know. I, that's what Sark's like. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. I'm gonna have that moment. I and then I had to ask him. Right and then I had to ask him. Well, why did why, Griff? Why didn't you turn him in? I don't know. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, oh, no. No, everybody. Yeah. yeah there I don't you know. Go. Uh, That's well, what he sounded like. Exactly that. Yeah. It's exactly. Exactly. It's like, well, you get frustrated upon something. Well, you, you, you've asked enough. What are you going to do? And you, like you said, you tried all the different methods you, to try to fix it. You can lead a horse to water, Rod. What yeah. is it they say, you know? You, you can only do so much. Yeah. And it seems that way with this team, right? They're getting big leads. And you played the sound earlier of Sark talking about the defense. And I haven't heard him be very critical of his defense, um, but he was. This past media availability on Monday, he was critical of his defensive oh, sure. coordinator a bit and also critical of the players. That's not really in Sark's nature either. He, he's not a throw the players under the bus kind of guy. He's a keep it real and be frank and forthcoming. Um, but this, he, he actually made a comment that uh, on one of those plays by Savion Williams where he catches a curl and then runs away from the defense that the players wouldn't have caught him in 7-on-7. Seven seven. They, they wouldn't have pulled his flag in 7-on-7. Seven seven. He's taking shots at the defense. Um, so I think Sark's a little bit frustrated. I think you could hear it there. Um, here's the, the next one is Sark talking about, um, you know, uh, practicing closing out games. They have 13 ready there. Uh, uh, sorry, 12 ready there, uh, um, Ty. He's talking about closing out games and how they can get better with this killer instinct of putting the nail in the coffin when they're up double digits. Here's Steve Sarkeesian. Yeah, well, I think they're different. You know, you go the Kansas State game. How did they get back in the game? We gave them the ball inside our own 20-yard line twice, right? I mean, and, and we got a pump blocks. And so we gave them a short field. They were able to score quickly. This game, they were getting play yards in chunks, and they were able to get down the field and score. Um, but, but how do you get back into a game when you're behind by 20 points? You get quick scores. And so we have to minimize their ability to score quickly on defense but yet still remain aggressive. We can't let people get comfortable. And I, I think that we let them get comfortable. On the flip side, offensively, A, we have to possess the ball. And how do you possess it? One, you don't turn it over. Two, you extend drives on third down. And, and turnovers, two weeks ago, not converting third downs the other night. Third and makeables, third one, two, and threes. I mean, that, that's what you ask for as a coach. And to go two for eight in those scenarios, uh, that's not good enough. We need to have a better plan, and then we need to execute the plan better. 
and start talking about why they can't close out these games and close out the opponents. He was asked about, can you practice that? You know, can you rehearse it? Can you, um, you know, rep it, uh, closing out games? Here is Sark. I, mean, I, I think that we try to have competitive practices. Um, we try to put them in those scenarios, good-on-good good type scenarios of making those plays, doing your job in competitive settings at critical moments. And then two is having a real understanding of the plan of what we're doing and why we're trying to do those specific things. Um, but, but I do think us having those competitive settings in practice, uh, the sudden changes, the third down competitions, the, the good on good team runs, the good on good seven on seven periods, um, allows our players to feel comfortable in those moments when we have to make the play. And like I said, two weeks ago, our defense was able to make those plays on first and goal from the five uh, to stop them four straight downs. This week, it was the offense that, that had to make those plays to possess the ball and, and not give it back to, to TCU. So I do think the versatility of the team shines through, but I think a lot of that versatility gets built in practice, right? Those competitive settings and um, understanding that, you know, this is, this is why we practice the way we practice so that we're comfortable in that setting when it, when that, when it presents itself. All right, there you go. That's Sark talking about how this team can get better, executing really the, the fourth quarter and executing in the fourth quarter and closing out opponents. Um, so hopefully that will be the case uh, against the Iowa State Cyclones. Oh, there's some breaking news in the NFL. There is breaking news. Mm, yes, what's popping? Yeah, Ken Dorsey fired. Wow. It's the firing season, Harad. Yeah. This is basically the CYA season. It's like, hey, man, somebody's got to get fired. It's like, well, it ain't, I'm the head coach. It ain't going to be me. Heads are rolling. <laughs> yeah, Ken Dorsey fired as the OC of the Buffalo Bills. Joe Brady. Joe Brady will take over on an interim basis. We remember him Joe from the uh, LSU OC LSU back in the national day. Remember, he was a fast riser at one point. He well, was remember a Matt, hot name. Remember Matt Rule brought him to Carolina to run his first offense. And then and threw it, him under the bus. It when did Matt, not go well. It didn't work for Matt Rule. Matt Rule was like, it's his fault. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Rule's back in college where he belongs. That's pretty obvious. Yes, but, no uh, doubt. Yeah, Sean McDermott now is flailing a little bit because Ken Dorsey. People have been unhappy with Ken Dorsey. This is where fans get real frustrated because – they weren't happy when Ken Dorsey was promoted to replace Brian Dayball when Brian Dayball left. And they they're like, not. be careful, we don't like him. And now here you are, a year and a half later, kind of admitting, we were right, you yeah. were wrong. No, I mean, but Brian Dayball, I mean. He Tom did. Herman did that with Tim Beck. Like Tim fans told him, do not hire Tim Beck. Do not yes, hire Tim Beck. I remember that. <laughs> oh, man. No, Cowboys, remember the Cowboys that happened with, was it Mike Nolan on defense? Oh, yeah. It was like. And Mike McCarthy, do not hire this man. Don't do it. It's terrible. And he still hired him and didn't have to admit a year later, like, yeah, I messed up. Y'all were right. Yeah, All the right. fans are smarter than me. I admit it. Yeah. <laughs> we come back. What's popping, including uh, is there a potential Seinfeld reunion brewing, Rod? I got oh. details. Hook him up with Ian Rodby. Hi, this is Tom McKay with Audiovisual Consultations. Scientific data proves it. Size does matter. The bigger and wider your television is, the better. Football season is here, and the time is now to get your entire audio video experience tuned up and ready. New flat screens, projection video, Dolby True HD surround, all the goodies at great prices and followed up with great service. So call us at 255-8678. That's 255-8678 or on the web at avconsultations.com. Underdog Fantasy, if you haven't started Underdog Fantasy and you love just watching games and having a little action in the game, I'm not sure why you haven't. It's so simple, so much fun. It's a night-by-night -night situation. Uh, take last night's game, right, with Underdog Fantasy. You have the app on your phone ahead of the game with uh, Buffalo facing the Denver Broncos. Bye. You go in, pick that game, and you choose between two and five players. You can take both quarterbacks, a couple receivers, whoever, two to five players on both teams. Uh, and it's simple, fun, and fast. You're going to pick you know, of those players, or they're going to go higher or lower on their in-game totals that you choose from. And if you make five picks, you put some, some, some uh, cash on it, and you could win 20 times your money in one game. Yeah, but it's one game, then it's over. Then you're on to the next game. Uh, and you can do it in the NBA. You can do it in college or pro football. And it's just a great way. It is in addition, you know, not doing the season-long commitment fantasy stuff. It's a game-by-game -game situation in all your favorite sports. Uh, and it's an absolute blast. It's a way to win money on sports but have a great time doing it. Uh, it's not one of those daily fantasy things that are going on. It's not a commitment for the long term. And it's so simple to get signed up and start. Just go to underdogfantasy.com or the, uh, download the app to your phone and use my promo code, Hogan, my last name, H-O-G-A-N, 
Uh, when you do that, uh, they're going to get you d doubled your first deposit. So up to 100 bucks, you're doubling your money to start this thing off. They'll also give you, for new customers, a little special mystery pick in your queue there uh, to have some fun with as well. It's Underdog Fantasy. You pick them, you watch them, you win them. That's how it works at Underdog Fantasy. Two to five players have a blast starting this week. Do it with NBA this week as well. Uh, whatever you're looking for, pick them, watch them, win them with Underdog Fantasy. UnderdogFantasy.com. Promo code HOGAN. Must be 18 or plus and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concern with your play. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Texas Spirit started with Tito's Handmade Vodka. Back in the 90s, we had a dream as big as our home state. With grit, determination, and heart, we broke ground on the first legal distillery in Texas. Today, at the center of the craft spirits movement, we're still Texas-made and Texan-owned. Our copper caps line shelves, and we fill glasses with the smoothest juice around. Remember, just because it looks like vodka doesn't mean it tastes like Tito's. 40% alcohol by volume, made in 80 proof, crafted to be savored responsibly. When your money's on the line, put it on the line with MyBookie, a trusted sports book that gives you tools to win. At MyBookie, it doesn't matter if your team is up or down, you can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use MyBookie for daily odds boosts, same game parlays, and take advantage of huge prize pool contests. Every single sack, fumble, and touchdown is another chance at a big payday. To get started, go to MyBookie.ag right now and register for an account absolutely free. When you're ready to make your first deposit, just use the promo code HORN to grab a welcome bonus on the house. That's the promo code HORN to claim your deposit bonus and for a limited time, a free chip to use in the MyBookie Casino. Try the MyBookie money bag to grab a potential Super Bowl front runner at long shot odds. Have you ever heard of 38,000 plus odds on the 49ers and Chiefs? You won't find odds like that anywhere else like MyBookie. You can bet anything, you can bet anytime, and you you can bet anywhere. As long as you're betting, my friends, at my bookie, you're betting with the best. The Horn Text Line has moved. Join the conversation on the new Horn Text Line, 512-447-3776. That's 512-447-3776. What's poppin'? Who you up Brand new whip just hopped in. I got options. I can pass that. It's like stocking. Just Josh, What's popping? Yeah, Rob mentioned Ken Dorsey out um, in Buffalo. They're 5-5. Five and five. Josh Allen has reverted to being kind of a turnover machine. He had two more interceptions last night. One of them, not his fault. Gabe Davis hit him right in the hands. It topped up in the air. And one of your receiver has to catch. It was a fastball from Josh Allen for sure, but he had to thread the needle. Uh, also a couple fumbles from the running back James Cook in that game. And obviously the, the field goal at the end that would have missed with 12 men on the field. So, have to do something in Buffalo to uh, stem the tide, I guess. Yeah. Somebody's uh, got to take the blame for this. the, the, the basic the, disappointing start to this season. The regression. They're supposed to be a Super Bowl contender, and they're, they're definitely not this year. Also, uh, how about this? What's popping? Some controversy brewing on the set of the formerly sh show formerly known as Seinfeld, Rod. I love Seinfeld. It's one of my top three favorite shows of all time. Uh, I would agree with you. Yeah. But so apparently uh, Jerry Seinfeld uh, had a comment that maybe announcing that there's a Seinfeld reunion coming. Uh, maybe there's something in the works. But Jason Alexander, who played George, of course, George Costanza, mm -hmm. he says he knows nothing about it. And he says uh -oh. he's talked to Julia Louis-Dreyfus and he's talked to Michael Richards and says they don't know anything about it. So, here's so what did Jerry say? Nobody's talked to Jerry. Oh. Jerry kind of hinted that there might be something coming. Okay. But George Costanza... Uh, you know, Jason Alexander yeah. said, quote, good for Jerry. If I don't I don't know anything about it. No one called me. Apparently they don't need George and may not need Elaine because Julia and I went. Do you know anything about this? I just talked to Michael the other day. We don't know anything about it. So looks like either Jason's trying to keep it a secret or Jerry is prematurely it's, teasing something. I think it's a little bit. It could be both. It could just be negotiation by the other side because Jerry is Jerry gonna get his money because he's Jerry right? <laughs> it's my damn show. I'm gonna get the money. Right. I think Jerry was making some ridiculous amount like, you know, couple of million dollars per episode their last season like he was getting paid so jerry's fine they may be deciding okay are they going to do this they and the assumption by the network was oh we'll get the rest of the crew we got to get jerry when jerry's on board we'll get the rest of everybody we don't even care about them we'll just make them some kind of you know low ball offer and i bet now they're saying their agents probably told them you know what man you been cash in on this thing because if they got jerry they can't do it without y'all nope they're not gonna make it without y'all so you can play the same hardball that Jerry's playing right yeah, now. Yeah, I think kind of Seinfeld fans wouldn't forgive Jerry Seinfeld if he came back without no, the main cast and no. are still all still all still no. here. So I think it's negotiations, and yeah. it, you know, it may not be happening. But if it is going to happen, they're negotiating for a bigger number. That's yes. what it is. And Jerry's probably telling them, "Dude, 
Get your money. Get your cash. Get your cash, man. I don't care about these bitches. Get, get your money. All right? But he, Jerry's famously said he would never do a reunion show. He was famously uh, uh, staunchly opposed to it, vehemently opposed to it. But now maybe the money's just too big. Think about the streaming networks probably offering them some ungodly sums of money. Because, uh-huh. you know, the streaming networks, you know what their top uh, streaming shows are? It's not the new shows. It's the old shows. It's the old shows. People are going back and watching. Like, yes, it's The Office. It's Seinfeld. It's Friends. It's like my kids. My yes. Kids, my daughter's <laughs> going back and watching like, every Grey's Anatomy. Yes, it's the older shows that uh, they're getting all the big oh, numbers yeah. from. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, also what's popping on this Tuesday night? You got some Mac Attack tonight, Rod. Akron and Eastern Michigan. Mac at Eastern Michigan, you got Toledo at Bowling Green on their Tuesday night special, and uh, Western Michigan's at Northern Illinois. 50 nights of football in a row continues with three Maction games. Also, Rod, college hoops tonight. Now, college football playoff rankings are announced tonight, week three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think most people don't expect much change. Maybe Michigan moves up yeah. with a win over Penn Seems State. Like but pretty but Georgia, But Georgia smacked around Ole Miss. So oh, yes, right there, top ten team. Would Georgia go ahead of Ohio State? Potentially, after beating up on the Rebels. They haven't, they haven't done much leapfrogging, right? No, not yet. They haven't done much leapfrogging, but I guess they're waiting on a big win from somebody. Is that a big enough? It's a top ten win. Could be. So top we'll see. We'll see. Longhorn's likely to stick behind Oregon at seven, and Longhorn fans won't like that, but that's you know they're not earning enough style points to even consider it at this point. Yeah, man. It's uh, the national narrative now is that the Longhorns can't close out an opponent. Just so you know, it's a national idea. I saw, um, was it Greg McElroy does the Always College Football Project? Yeah, I saw that. He just done a rant about, can Texas close out an opponent? They're a really good team. So that's the national narrative. And if you know, that's what the committee is thinking. Oh, yeah. Texas is good, but they can't close. Well, to your point, I would be like Steve Sarkeesian. Is, can, can Texas close out an opponent? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know he's frustrated because he did that in 2021. Remember they asked him if he had lost the locker room? He was like, you got to ask them. And I was like, damn. So every night in circle just gets so honest that he'll just give you the raw truth unfiltered. By the way, those playoff rankings will be released between two basketball games tonight, not between two ferns like the great show that used to be out there. <laughs> but uh, Duke, they're playing one of these. Uh, the United Center in Chicago has this big preseason classic. Duke and Michigan oh, yeah. State will play. Uh, and then the later game has – Kentucky and Kansas. So both at the United Center. So between the two games, you'll get the rankings. Okay. There you go. Forced program. I was say, they're trying to force you to tune into the end of or the so beginning of the So when the Duke-Michigan State game's over, they'll announce the playoff rankings. Then they'll go to the number one Kansas against Kentucky game on the same floor. So, Ty, do you have a Sex Panther pick of the evening, my friend? What was our record from this weekend? You went 4-1. and one, I went 0-5 oh last week. Sorry. Ty is hot. You got four last night, too, time. Denver. Uh, hot. Tonight okay. I'll go with Dallas Mavericks minus three and a half. Mavericks are playing tonight. Spurs are playing tonight as well. So, yeah, a lot of popping this evening, including Rod and I on the Longhorn live stream. Come watch that over at Inside Texas YouTube yes, channel. Sir. We'll be there about just after 7. Go till past 8. Talking Texas football. Join us. Ask a question. Jump on in. That's right. Uh, Jerry Hamilton, myself, Rod, uh, we'll be having some fun tonight. Rod, have a great uh, Tuesday. You too, brother. You too. Uh, we will get Mike Craven on the show tomorrow talk about all these coaches and the big, how many coaches in the state of Texas could be looking for work or moving. We'll get you details on that tomorrow, part of a Wednesday edition of Hook em Up, every hour podcast at hornfm.com. Jim Rome next. Hi, I'm Jenny Covert. At Covert Chevrolet in Bastrop, it's all about family. We're family owned and operated, and you'll always find a Covert on the showroom floor. We're forever grateful for your business. And that's why from sales to service to service after the sale, we'll do whatever it takes to earn and keep your business. Our customers are our family too. Come see what over 2 million customers already know. Cobra Chevrolet, Highway 71 in Bastrop, CobraBastrop.com. Find new roads. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. O'Reilly Auto Parts' new Brake Nest Select Pro brand raises the bar for the best aftermarket domestic brake pads and rotors available. For vehicle-specific friction formulations, quiet tech noise-canceling shims, and stainless steel hardware, choose Brake Nest Select Pro. Professional-grade brakes from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hi, I'm John Ewald with Ewald Kubota. If you have big dreams or big projects, we hope you'll consider Ewald Kubota. From small Kubota compact tractors to construction equipment, Kubota is a name you can trust. Or if you aren't committed to buying just yet, we have a full line of equipment you can rent by the day, week, or month. We can even deliver it to your work site. Ewald Kubota is committed to providing excellent customer service and satisfaction. So come by one of our 11 locations. We look forward to serving you. Or visit us on the web at ewaldkubota.com. Texas Spirit started with Tito's Handmade Vodka. 
Back in the 90s, we had a dream as big as our home state. With grit, determination, and heart, we broke ground on the first legal distillery in Texas. Today, at the center of the craft spirits movement, we're still Texas-made and Texan-owned. Our copper caps line shelves, and we fill glasses with the smoothest juice around. Remember, just because it looks like vodka doesn't mean it tastes like Tito's. 40% alcohol by volume, mainly 80 proof, crafted to be savored responsibly. Real Texans are genius. Bud Light salutes you, overly dedicated Texas Longhorn fan. How come? You show up to every UT football, basketball, baseball, volleyball, and ball-related sport there is. Ping pong. Each game, you slather your entire body in burnt orange. Every nook and cranny. Yes, you're brewed in Texas, and so is your Bud Light. Enjoy responsibly. Texas edition Bud Light beer cans. Anheuser-Busch, Houston, Texas. Diamonds Direct's last and largest sale of the year is this weekend. Get an incredible 20% off virtually everything. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets. Save an extra 20% off Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable prices. This is the big one with an expanded selection and in-store designer appearances all weekend. Special financing, too. Lowest prices of the year starting Friday. Get details and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Open this Sunday for this extraordinary once-a-year store-wide event. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This hour brought to you by Eckert Dentistry. Dr. Eckert can give you a new smile in just one day. Permanently secure to dental implants. Call 345-3166 or online at D-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T dot com. You're listening to KTAEAM LP.